Hey fam, this is Call Cheryl Hun. You're in a call, and I'm your host, Cheryl Spears. The views and opinions expressed here on the Call Cheryl Hun podcast are those of myself and podcast guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any company discussed. Any content provided by myself and podcast guests are of their opinion and are not intended to defame any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Each week on the podcast, we will hear your MLM stories and also discuss MLMs like Beachbody along with the problematic Huns, super trainers, and CEOs who recruit using pain points and other sleazy tactics. This is not just another anti-MLM podcast. My goal is to prevent anyone from making the same mistake I made for the past eight years while I was in an MLM cult. If you want to share your story, email me at callcherylhine at gmail.com or send me a DM over on Instagram at callcherylhine. Now remember, when I'm not pulling back the BS on Beachbody, you'll find me here on my podcast or hanging out in my Instagram stories. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast or you might miss something juicy. Now sit back and relax, grab your favorite drink or snack and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, you are listening to the Call Cheryl Hun. You're in a cult podcast. And today I have my wonderful guest here. Her name is Patsy Dobbs. I met her on Instagram and she is here to spill the tea on a lot of stuff that we're going to go over with Beachbody included. All right. So Patsy, introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Patsy Dobbs. I am an MLM dropout. I've been through lots of MLMs, um, but I was primarily in LuLaRoe, and then I got forced into selling Prove It, so that will be fun to hear about. And then I realized today, actually, that I was in Beachbody for four years as a customer. I had no idea I was in for that long, Um, so that was a sudden realization today. It'll be a wild ride. Oh, yeah. How did you... (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to get to that. Um, I'm so glad to have you here, Patsy. Thank you for coming. Um, and thank you for joining, you know, the craziness that is my life. I appreciate it. And um, I guess what we can start off is if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and how, what led you up to joining an MLM? Oh, man. So um, my background, I'm young. I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm fairly young. So I'm 26 years old. I'll be 27 next month. And um, whenever I was in college, I, I was in retail. So I went, I worked at Best Buy. And then whenever I met my husband, I worked at AT&T. And I hated it. You know, customers were rude. And just the period of time that I was in, I just, I, I like people, but also I don't like rude people. Mm -hmm. Um, and you find a lot of that in retail. Mm -hmm. And so one day a lady came in and she was wearing these leggings that I loved. And I said, Oh my gosh, I love your leggings. As many LuLaRoe people find that they're in that situation. And she's like, Oh, they're a LuLaRoe. I was like, Oh, what's like, what's that? I, I have no idea. And she gave me the name of her consultant. I looked up the consultant online and she, you know, sold me a pair of leggings. And then from there, I actually met my upline. So her upline became my upline. 
Um, and I, I loved her. I mean, I wish I could say it was some awful, oh my gosh, you're join me or else you're, you know, all of this stuff that you hear in the anti-MLM, but it really wasn't. She, I, I love the person who was my upline and I still yeah. talk to her today. So it was great. That, that's good. And a lot of people can say that, you know, and, but unfortunately a lot of people can't. And there's a lot of friendships that are made um, within the MLM space that are transactional and the real people that are really there to try to help people I think are still are the ones that you can continue to be friends with afterwards, right? Um, so she she you saw her leggings, which that's usually how a majority of people get bought into LuLaRoe, right? Yeah. Um, what what was the what was the process of you getting of you joining? Like what was it like? Did you have to buy the huge inventory as seen yes. on? Oh, yeah. So, so how you much have did you to buy the package? So how, how much was your package? Um, mine was like 6,000. So the package, the lowest minimum was 5,000. And then you have to buy the leggings separate because they want you to buy the leggings. And the whole reason you want to join is for the leggings. So, and so it was, it was $6,000. So how, how did they present that opportunity? I mean, you're young, right? You just said you're working in retail. So I, I used to work in AT&T. Um, I understand the pay and the composition plan at AT&T. How did you, if you don't mind, get to forking out $6,000 to join an MLM? I didn't. Marry a rich man, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so. Uh, Marry a rich man. <laughs> I was um I I'm very thankful for my husband that that's a joke but I am yeah. I'm very thankful for my husband um yes. seriously and truly so uh, my husband and I had just started dating um the so we dated in 2017 or 2016 and then um about a year in I joined LuLaRoe because I was like done with retail so yeah uh 2017 is when I when I joined LuLaRoe and so, um, you know, I was burnt out, I was done. And I heard that LuLaRoe was an opportunity, you know, my upline started talking to me. And at the time she did make good money. She was a stay at home mom. And like her husband was the primary breadwinner and she made a lot of money in LuLaRoe. Mm -hmm. And so, one time, um, so she made a lot of money in LuLaRoe. And so I was like, this sounds great. This sounds like a really good opportunity. I'm tired. I'm, I'm ready to get out of retail. And I was still in college. So, yeah. you know, just trying to do the thing. And um, my husband had graduated college before he and I met. He had a really good job. He's an engineer. So he had money, you know, mm -hmm. like I said. And we moved very quickly. We moved in together two months after we started dating. So it was a, it was a, a speedy relationship. And, um, and so, yeah, so I was like, great, I want to do this. And I talked to him about it and I did the research and I ignored the signs of everybody that's like, don't do this. You know, yeah. I, I did find people that were like, why I'm quitting. And I'm like, oh, well, like, yeah, but I can maybe do this. Maybe you just didn't work hard enough, right? That's usually I, what I thought. That's what I it thought. It wasn't even that. It was like a, well, it didn't work for you, but that doesn't yeah. mean it's not going to work for me, you know? That also, yeah, I've, I, I can definitely tell you that I've 
I've seen that as well, right? And um, so marrying a rich husband, that helps you get the $6,000, you know, <laughs> buy-in fee for, for LuLaRoe. That's great. So how, so was it like the, uh, you know, LuLaRoe? But we did put it on a credit card. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, like I said, that was, that was a joke, but uh, yeah. no, he has a really phenomenal credit score and he, he actually put it on a credit card for wow. me, which is and, insane. Like so, looking back on our relationship, I have no idea. <laughs> So, okay, he put it on a credit card, so you had to pay that back. Did LuLaRoe yeah. help you pay that back? No, I made zero money in LuLaRoe. I had one party that was really good. Um, I also went to convention, so we'll we'll talk on that in a minute. But oh, wow. um, I had one party that was really good, and it's because my mom has 10 siblings, and most of them are sisters. Um, so my nanny, my godmother, had a party for me. And I sold a bunch of leggings to my family and like close to my family. And so that's how I made $1,000 that I paid back. And then the rest of it was paid back whenever I sold my inventory back to LuLaRoe because I got in at that sweet spot Yeah, yeah. Um, right before all the changes. So yeah, that's how I made my money back was selling it back to them. Yeah. That just, that literally blows my mind, right? Like you made $1,000 off <clears throat> of your family. That's pretty much right. That's your what is it? Your warm market is how they say it. Right. And um, then you were able to make your money back by selling their product back to them. Yeah, that's exactly it. And my my now mother-in-law, she um, she was one of my best customers. She loved it. She's, you know, she's got issues. And yeah. so um, she loved how comfortable the clothing was for her. And so she was one of my primary people and she still wears it. I'm, yeah. I'm thankful that she still wears it, but also like there's that thing in the back of my brain that's like, oh gosh, like, why are you still wearing this? Like yeah. that dread, you know? Yeah. Um, fun fact about for some odd reason, like I, I was I was hammered with LuLaRoe people in my inbox all the time. And oh, yeah. back when they were first like starting back, you know, you said 2017, 2018, 2016, I was always finding myself added to groups that I didn't even know. Or wh why, wh why was that? Like, why would they do that? Like I literally, it was, I'm not even joking. One time I remember I had to make a public post on Facebook for people to please stop adding me to their groups because I could not, I could like, I, I was so lost. There were so many groups. Why would they do that? What was yeah. their reasoning behind that? Do to get you know? warm bodies, Cheryl, to get warm bodies. It's the same was it reason just why to get you... any MLM. I will, and I know, but that was the only MLM. I mean, I've been added to groups by MLMs before, but that was the one and only one that like, it went crazy and they were like, oh, but we, we think you would love our leggings because you work out all the time. And I'm like, but I don't think they're workout they're leggings, workout leggings. right? They're like not. they were, yeah. they were like more of like a dressy dress up type of legging. Right. I mean, a, an everyday wear. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know. So you, so this is where I'm a little confused, right? Yeah. So you made a thousand dollars on your first party, right? That and was like you, my fifth party. Oh, fifth. <laughs> I didn't make money for a while. So when you decided to go to a convention, how yeah. did, what, what made you believe that the, would the convention help you move your business yeah. forward? Is that what you thought or? Deanne Stidham. 
And so then you, so you went. She is a master in, in my opinion. And from my experience, she, she is a master of words. And she um, is the head of LuLaRoe, right? She's, she's the one the we founder. saw. She's yeah, well, she's the one you see on Lula Rich with the big yes. white, with the big, blonde hair. Big hair. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Lula Rich is honestly, oh, it was incredibly accurate and scarily eye-opening. So mm-hmm. I went to that convention that's talked about in Lula Rich. Oh. That was the convention that I went to. And I never met Roberta and I didn't know her but the couple that was there the way they talk about like being put on a pedestal and always working that's true I I saw them at convention and I was like why can't I be like that why aren't I like that and I remember sitting in convention like taking notes and stuff and um they were talking about the basically like the faith manipulation that's talked about in Lularich. They were talking about this and they were talking about your man should be helping you, you know, your, your partner, your spouse. And at the time, my now husband was just my boyfriend and he helped me buy into it. He believed in me. Mm-hmm. And I remember leaving convention so mad at him. I was pissed, Cheryl. I was like, why aren't you helping me? Why don't you help me with lives? Why don't you do this and that? Why don't you help me package? I was so mad. I was like, you don't believe in me. The man literally bought my inventory for me. We lived together. Like he paid for everything for me. Cause I, again, he had a good job. I was in college. I was broke. Yeah. And so like, I was so mad and like, honestly, looking back, I'm like, how did that not like in our relationship, this man, this man is God sent. <laughs> I love him with my whole heart. <laughs> it's, and it's crazy because like her, for them, like, I mean, if we're, now we could be like, okay, first of all, why would a man want to stand in a lab and like <laughs> share and shill women's clothes? Like that doesn't even make sense. Right. But yeah. I will tell you, I've, I've felt the same things, right? Like I used yeah. I used to tell my husband, I'm like, you don't help me. You don't share my stuff. You don't do this. You don't do that. Like, you don't believe in me, right? They are strong men for sticking sticking through it with us, right? Absolutely. I mean, we were brainwashed 100%. And um, so when you would come home and ask him why he doesn't do lives with you, what would he say? I don't even remember. He, He like just... He, he's such a chill person. So like, I'm yeah. a, I'm a Scorpio and I'm very feisty and passionate and yeah. he's very chill and he, he calms me and he's very level-headed. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he said something along the lines of that's your thing, which is what he says now that like, I, so I do woodworking and I'm trying to like form my own business, my own actual business mm-hmm. and um, he, everything that he tells me, he's like, that's your thing. Like yeah. if you, if you really need my help and support, I'll be there, but like, that's your thing. And so I'm sure he told me the same thing. Then. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? So go, when you would leave, when you were at those conventions, did they keep you basically, it's like hungry, sleepy, tired, going around in circles, trying to make you like, usually when you go to a convention, like they usually keep you like pumped up right? They're always love bombing yeah. you. They're always pouring into you. And then your, your day, is, I know your day is planned throughout the whole entire time, right? They keep you, it's under, it's time control. Um, mm-hmm. What were your thoughts when you were there? And what were your thoughts when you came home? Like, what did you see differently other than you were mad at your husband? 
Well, because he's not helping you. <laughs> um, I mean, the whole reason I went was because Deanne said that it was going to help your business. You know, the whole that's yeah. the whole reason I went. And I took a bunch of notes and I came home the way that all other MLMers who go to these conventions come home, ready to do the damn thing, ready yeah. to dive in, ready to expand my business and be a good business owner. And I went on lives, I did the things mm-hmm. and it still was the same stuff over and over again. I even bought a ton of merch while I was there. Um, and I gave it all away as like, giveaways because that's what was talked about or like I bought it for me you know mm-hmm. and truly you are the customer and yeah, yeah it's just you it's are the all cu- the usual stuff that people talk about in anti yeah. so one of the things I do have a question about because I know a lot about uh, I've been to um, a Beachbody con- convention I've been well no I haven't been there but I was in it and I was watching everything but um, it works do do the, at LuLaRoe, do they ever teach you like practical business practices, like things that teach other than like, you know, you have to read personal development. You have to do like these labs. You have to get on social media. You have to send these messages, like tactical business practices, like taxes, maybe like, you know, oh, no. something like something that has to do that can help people with their bit, real bit, like a real business would. Like a training. I don't know. The only two things that come to my mind right now are whenever Deanne would have her her wake up calls or whatever they were. Um, I only don't ever was able to join like two or three, but whenever her and Mark would do the the calls and she's like, give away your leggings <laughs> with business cards. Um, that was her advice at one point. And um, I was like, okay, so that was her business uh, advice that she gave to us. That was the gym. And then the only other thing that I can think of from convention was that one of the retailers was on Broadway at one point in time and she sang us all. And she was a guest okay. speaker. And that's all I remember. <laughs> oh, okay. and, your, so, and your husband should help you. <laughs> so let's unpack this real quick. I'm a little confused. You paid for these leggings, yeah. right? To sell and them. all the other clothes, leggings so and can, clothes. Yeah, so you can make the money back. And she's telling you that the founder is telling you to walk around and give away your inventory for free with your business card, and that will help you become rich, basically. Yeah, and gain customers. Your business. Wow! Wow! It's all about gratitude. Could you imagine? I'm thankful for you, Cheryl. Could you imagine if Apple walked around giving out iPhones all day long? I'd be a big fan. I would too. Right? <laughs> wow. Okay. Well. Yeah. Wow. So, LuLaRoe. Wow. If. Yeah. Sad note, listeners. If you have not watched Lula Rich on Amazon, yeah. watch it. If you have never Absolutely. been in LuLaRoe, it will definitely help you even see, open your eyes to what is actually going on in the multi-level marketing world. Yeah. Wow. And one thing I will add to that too is whenever you're watching Lula Rich, like 
keep in mind the way that Mark and Deanne interact with each other and keep in mind all of the things that are being said. And, you know, even what I said at the beginning of this podcast of like, I was so mad at my boyfriend at the time and like, keep that in mind whenever you're watching because you'll see it and you'll hear it. Yeah. Yeah, you will. It's very eye opening. All right. So we're going to move on into how you got roped in to team national to, okay. What is this? You got roped in to sell to team national to sell Lula row. Yeah. Right. So team national is not a very talked about, um, multi-level marketing It is a straight up pyramid scheme. And so, um, at the time that I joined team national, I was selling LuLaRoe and it's not something I thought about, but, Before I met my husband, I was dating this guy and I brought him to meet my mom at lunch one day and we were sitting across from my mom and my mom goes, I heard about this awesome opportunity to buy stuff and like it's at a discount and these people travel and blah, blah, blah. And I told my mom, I was like, sounds like you're being roped into selling hopes and dreams. Like, don't do that. That's a scam. And then little did I know at the time she was talking about Team National. And then... Yeah. And then, you know, I, I, several or two years later, a year later, something like that, here I am selling these leggings. And whenever I worked at AT AT&T, the retailer that I worked for gave Team National discounts because they were also part of Team National, the owner was. Oh, so you worked for a third party AT&T store. Yeah, it was an independent, it was like an independent retailer, one of the last ones in Louisiana. Yeah. So team national, what does it do? It gives you, what does it do for like, what are you selling to people? What exactly is it? You are literally selling discounts. I imagine it's like Amway. I I don't know much about Amway, but I imagine it's like that just from hearing people like Hannah and Chelsea uh, talk about Mm -hmm. Amway. Um, But like, so Cheryl, you are going to, I'm going to pitch you team national. Okay. Okay. You're going to either buy a $500 starter pack. So that'll get you through the year, or Mm -hmm. you'll buy a $1,000 pack and that'll be your lifetime, your lifetimer. Okay. And you probably have some sort of monthly fee on top of that. Okay. But if you buy into this, you'll get so many discounts. So if you go to this one specific AT&T store, they'll give you 15% off your accessories. How awesome, right? So first of all, <laughs> I'm so confused. I used to work for AT&T, right? So like, I don't understand. And I worked for a, a third party and I don't understand how the AT&T would allow them. Did at did AT&T know that they did this? Probably not. I mean, it was it was just a code that was in there. Um, I don't think it was on like their phone plans or anything. I think it was on yeah. all accessories because I know we did like 15% off it off of the accessories. And again, because it was family owned, um, mm-hmm. I don't know that it was necessarily like all AT&T stuff or how they yeah. bought their, so their third So Team National gives you discounts on anything. Or just certain places. I mean, it they say any place, but you know, you who's gonna? So it's like a coupon book. You're basically yeah. buying a coupon book. Okay, so yeah. you got roped in. 
Giselle, and how did you get, how did you get there? So I don't know how it happened that this girl was at our house. I don't know how. I must have invited her okay. <laughs> some kind of way, probably through work. <laughs> she, just popped uh, up at your house. <laughs> she was at our apartment. All I remember is that she was at our apartment and I was talking to her because I wanted her to convince Jared that I could be part of Team National so that way I could go to an event that was happening and set up shop. Okay. And so okay. I, um, she was there and she basically told me that if I bought the lower package, I couldn't, or I, that I could go and set up at the event that was happening. And I was so excited. I was like, okay. And you were going to set up for Lula Row, right? For Lula yes. Row. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was okay. going to set up my, my pop-up boutique at okay. this event okay. because I was now a team national member and I could give national members um, like discounts at this event, you know, oh, okay. Thing. Yeah. And so I convinced Jared to let me do it so that I could have a business opportunity. Poor Jared. He, he invested in you again. Oh, man, Jared. Jared. <laughs> um, I want to say that this event was like a month later and then two weeks in. So after, you know, after you get mm -hmm. invited in immediate love bombing, by the way, the upline mm -hmm. and everything, this man was a master love bomber. He was an awful, like creepy, I, ugh, gives me the creeps just thinking about it. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I talked to him. I was like, Hey, you know, I, now that I'm part of team national, I'm really interested in this space. And, I, you know, I have this membership, Ashley. So this person told me that I can do this. And he's like, no, you can't actually. That is just for our lifetime members. <gasps> and I was like, excuse me, I just dropped $500 to sell this and to come to this event. What do you mean I cannot set up my stuff? Because you didn't have a $1,000 plan or pack yeah. or... Coupon the lifetime book? pack. I wasn't the lifetime member, oh, so I could not set up a like a space at this event. I was so mad. I went to the event anyway. I was like, you know what? I'll show up and I'll hand out business cards. And honestly, that was the biggest waste of my time. Like, I wish that I could get that hour and a half of life back. But so you, they still. Wow. Did you get your money back? Oh no. Oh no. But no. they lied to you. She lied. They did. See, this is what makes me mad about, this is another thing that makes me mad about MLMs is like, they lie to you about stuff and they still keep your money, right? Like she got a huge bonus from you buying the $500 pack, right. but told you something just to get you to sign up. Wow. wow. So I'm guessing you didn't stay in that very long, right? Oh no, 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 no. Okay. And then after, after I went to that event, something clicked in my brain and I realized like I remembered the day that I talked to my mom about it and I was like, Oh my God, this is it. This is, this is the hope. This is the hopes and dreams. Like <laughs> it no. sounds like a scam. You even this told your mom that. Yeah. Yeah. What and it was, say? I don't know that I've ever had this conversation with my mom. I don't know that she remembers it. My mom's really big into like falling for all kinds of anti or all kinds of MLM stuff though. Yeah. Like the vacuums and everything. So I don't know that she'll ever remember that conversation anyway, or she would probably not believe me or something. So, so you, of course, left Team National, and then you were forced into selling Prove It. Prove It. 
Yes. So and this Cheryl, is isn't it like crazy that sorry, isn't it crazy that all of this happened in like a few months? No, this is it's just not. a few months. No, it's really not. And I'll tell you why. Because once you start within an MLM and if you start seeing people at certain companies making money, right? You start seeing those types of things. You're like, well, if they can do it, then I can do it. I'm just not at the right place. So let me try somewhere else. Let me try another company. Uh, I'm not sure if you call it the snark crew one night. Um, shout out to the snark crew. Um, but we were talking we about, them. yes, somebody asked me um, on there how many MLMs I've been in. And I'll go into more detail of that with my interview with my husband, but it's a lot. Right. And it's yeah, because you're chasing the dream because you're yeah. chasing the dream. Right. So how were you forced into selling prove it? And who was your upline? That's well, if you can say their name, if it's not. I won't say her name, but I will oh. give a, a, a good chunk of, of detail. So, um, yeah. so in 2016, we'll, we'll take it back a little bit in 2016, mm-hmm. be- again, before I met my husband, I joined a gym. So I, you know, I'm a bigger person and my whole family's bigger and I was gaining significant amount of weight at the time and I wanted to lose it. Um, I had had like a pretty invasive surgery and, you know, just from that I was feeling down. So mm-hmm. I joined a gym that I really loved and um, that came with its own set of issues. Um, but whenever I met Jared, I wound up moving to Baton Rouge, which is an hour away from where this gym was. And so I couldn't go anymore and I was feeling really lost. You know, I wanted that, um, that boot camp feeling because that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted that again. And honestly, that's how I kind of found my way into Beachbody. So we'll get into that in a bit too. But a good understanding is I needed that. I needed that community. I wanted a trainer. I wanted somebody to to help me and I wanted to be in shape again. I was, mm-hmm. I was looking fly girl. I was looking <laughs> so fly and I was feeling good, you know, yeah. and it was the first time ever that I like almost had abs and I felt good. Yeah. And I thought I was learning how to eat, which that was not me learning how to eat. They put me on a very restrictive plan, but uh, yeah. So, you know, I was, I was craving that again. So I joined this gym in Baton Rouge and um, I liked it. I went every now and then it was a boot camp style. It wasn't exactly what I was looking for. I, I wanted like a one-on-one kind of boot camp training. Um, and so I joined this gym mm-hmm. and that was that. And then one day I posted on Facebook, I was like, Hey, does anybody have something that like would help me sleep. I'm, I'm got really bad insomnia. I need to, I need help. And somebody from the gym posted ketones. I was like, Oh, well, it's a ketone. And so the owner of that gym pushed all kinds of MLM stuff, all kinds of MLM stuff. And, um, hold on. And then, uh, so she pushed all kinds of MLM stuff and she, was pretty high up in Prove It. I want to say this is around the time that like Jesse Lee joined Prove It. So like this tells you around that timeline when it was. 2017. Owner, yeah, yeah. I, that, yep, that's exactly it. And so, um, so the owner and one of her, I think now trainers, um, were pretty high up and they were making money. And 
basically I really loved the trainer. I thought she was an incredible inspiration and Mm -hmm. I wanted to be close to her. And so I started drinking the ketones, which I liked the way that they made me feel as like a Mm pre-workout. And so uh, I started drinking them. And then the owner was like, you should start selling this. You should forget LuLaRoe and start selling this. And I was like, but owner, like I spent thousands of dollars on this. And she's like, well, you're not going to make any money on that. You're going to make money here. And so I'm like, well, if I want to keep going to this gym that I kind of like, I have to, you know, and I'm forced into buying and selling. And and that's the crazy part because, and that's where it shouldn't, like people who own gyms and things like that shouldn't be allowed to actually push an MLM product because it does make you feel like you are being forced right Mm -hmm. because if you kindly turn it down and you're like no how how do you feel every time you walk into that gym right like and that's that's really sad it really is um so you were I mean I've heard that the old ketones and I've heard this from Aaron B's and I've heard this from um Amy your, who was actually in Proven as well. That I the old- love Amy so much. <laughs> yes, she's great. I love her to death. Um, I've heard that they were there was an old formula. Did you experience an old formula and a new formula of the switching of the? I didn't experience old and new, but I probably had the old one, and the okay. old one was really good. I liked the. I had like the fruit punch, mm-hmm. and then I want to say that I was leaving right after. I mean. I didn't even really sell anything, Um, but I, the strawberry lemonade or pink lemonade or whatever it was. So I think after that was whenever they had a, they had a new formula, but I liked them whenever they were, whenever I was in. I've heard that a lot of people do like them, but they're really expensive. Um, They're very expensive. Like most MLM products. Yeah. Um, so your, your trainer, your coach or your trainer of the gym, the owner of the gym basically forces you into selling this and you bought into it. And what happened after that? Like, was she like, how did you, how did she treat you? Like, were you, how did it go? I mean, so there was one night we did like a power hour. So I went to like two or three events, like not not like a not like a prove it event but like two or three like power hour type events and everyone at the gym was selling it because again I'm sure they all felt some kind of way about it yeah Uh, not to try to speak for everyone but they were all selling it already or they already tried it (laughs) yeah um so yeah so I went to a couple of events that she would hold and um I never sold I never sold a thing Cheryl a thing I drank everything um I, because I didn't want to sell it. I didn't want to sell it. <laughs> You're the customer though. That's how it works. Um, Did you sign your husband up? Oh, no, I never sold. I never said, I never signed him up for anything. Um, I, like I said, I, I wanted to sell LuLaRoe. I was in LuLaRoe. I That's didn't want to sell, prove it. <laughs> You wanted to sell leggings, not ketones. Yeah, yeah. I, I could give two shits less about ketones. Oh, sorry. I don't know if I could say that on your podcast. I'm definitely an explicit podcast. Believe you okay. me. I always I get in like, trouble on the on the YouTube. I don't care. I don't right. care. 
So you were still in LuLaRoe while you were forced to be a Prove It distributor? Yeah, I, so I, I was fresh into LuLaRoe, like, and she just kept pushing. She's like, you've got to do this. You, and then it was before I went to the convention too, because I remember talking to some people at LuLaRoe convention and one of the consultants called me out and she's like, do you sell this too? <laughs> so she I'll sold never it forget too. that. She no, 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 no. She oh, was she like, you do you sell this? <laughs> like, what is the, what are the terms? Consultant. What are the terms there? Are you allowed with LuLaRoe no to idea. have? Oh yeah. See, some companies don't nope. allow you to, I know that with um, Beachbody, you can't, you used to not be able to, if you were a certain, you used to not to be able to at all. And especially mm-hmm. with like, if it was Prove It and Beachbody, you definitely can't do that, right? right? So you were doing, so what made you leave Prove It? Because I mean, I know you didn't want to do it, but what made you leave finally? When you left, left the, gym? the gym? Yeah. I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And, you know, it's funny because I really do like to internet sleuth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate drama, but I love drama. It's like um, trash TV. And- Exactly. And so um, a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, something around the time I probably found the snark crew, um, I went back and looked up the owner of the gym just to see like what she was doing now. And she sells crypto. (laughs) That would I (laughs) Oh my God. I'll never understand that at all. I don't I'm just that. like, oh my gosh, like, what are you doing? <laughs> just own your gym, damn it. <laughs> right. So what, so you're still in LuLaRoe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You got forced into sell and prove it. And you spent a bit of, so how did you become a beach? How did you get into Beachbody? You weren't a coach. Were you a coach or were you not an active coach? I was mostly a customer and I did sign up as like a discount coach twice. Uh, uh-huh. Once because a friend of mine asked me about being a coach. And so I kind of like got into it and then I never coached anybody again, coach loosely. Um, yeah. And then uh, the second time was to get nine week control freak, which injured me. Um, so anyway, so I sold all of my LuLaRoe stuff in 2017 so like 2017 Mm -hmm. I got out of it I was in it pretty quick but I want to say it was like maybe a year between buying in and selling out yeah and um you know in that time at the beginning it got into prove it got out of prove it because I was like I don't I'm just gonna leave the gym I don't want to I don't want to listen to this person it's it's so sad that you had to leave the gym an MLM that's so yeah Yeah, I mean, I really did like the trainers that they had at the gym, but like, she was a co-owner with this guy. Uh, it was just like a hot mess. I was like, um, oh, I'm good. I can find something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then my husband and I we got engaged um in December of 2017, mm-hmm. and um, I started working out again. So I started going to a gym and I had a girl or a lady that follows me mm-hmm. and she's like, Hey, I see that you're working out. Like what's your, what's your routine like? And I was like, Oh, you know, I, my husband or my fiance uh, does this like push pull leg 
thing that I'm working on. And then Sean Johnson has like a really good stretch routine from the Olympics that like, I like to follow the stretches from, mm-hmm. obviously I'm not an Olympian in any way, but I liked the stretches. Yeah. And so, um, I, I told her, you know, thinking she was interested and she's like, Oh, well, have you heard of Beachbody? Have you tried Beachbody? And I was like, oh, I'm not really interested, but thank you. And she's like, okay. And I still follow her. She still follows me. She's a very nice mm-hmm. woman. I, I really do like yeah. her. She's out now. But so a few weeks, few months later, I was like, you know what? I will try Beachbody. Like my mom and dad did um, P90X whenever I was in like fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and they loved it. They got in great shape. And I remembered that. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, we had Turbo Jam. Um, yeah. The, the old school, the old school programs are yeah. were great. I I actually yeah. never tried for some reason. <clears throat> never tried P90X. I was too scared of it, which didn't make any sense because my first program I did with Beachbody was Insanity. I was two hundred and fifty mm-hmm. to seventy pounds jumping on with the Insanity. Like, I mean, Cheryl, Shailene's oh, ab yeah. workout thing, that wiggle. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I was, for was it. fun. I loved it. Right. Yeah. And, um, so she, I mean, as a coach, you coming back to her and saying, you know what, I want to try it. So Mm -hmm. you got signed up. Did she, did you sign up with her? Oh, so she, you know, um, she was just a random follow. She followed me one day and I followed her back. I had hashtag sweating for the wedding. Um, and I did like an Instagram and everything around that. And so, um, that's how she found me, but I knew that a cousin of mine, um, was a beach body coach. So I signed mm-hmm. up with her, but okay. I was like, I'm not going to sign up with a rando. I'll sign up with my cousin though. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's how I got into beach body. Were you a coach or were you a customer when you signed up? I was just a customer. I was okay. just a customer. Okay. I did buy a challenge pack. Yeah. Um, but I want to say this was like a few months before the 21 day fix real time came out though. So Mm -hmm. it was, it was pretty soon after because I loved that. I really did love that program. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Autumn talks about her little containers and I did follow the containers for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 21 day fix, you know, when it first came out, it was a really good, a really good concept, right? Um, we won't get into that, but anyways, um, so you, you did 21 day fix. Did you continue doing the workouts? Did you have Beachbody on demand? Like what, yeah, what happened so I, there? So I had Beachbody on demand and I liked the 21 day fix real time. Mm-hmm. And then, sorry, my dog just barged in <laughs> and then I did 21 day fix extreme and I really liked it, you know, and I, um, Oh, we're not going to talk about that last thing, huh? It's completely up to you. Completely up to you. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I uh, followed the 21 Day Fix, 21 Day Fix Extreme. And then um, I kind of didn't really do anything. I like the structure of workouts. Uh, again, I like the community and mm-hmm. I like being told what to do when to do it I took me not wanting to do any of the workouts as mm-hmm. oh it was a bad accountability group yeah 
because I mean, my cousin was in it and like, she just had a very small group, you know? Mm -hmm. So I bounced around from coach to coach. And after the 21 day fix and 21 day fix extreme, I started following Claude, who Mm -hmm. is the tank. Um, And, you know, she's married to Cupcake. So I started following her and she launched a beach body group. So I messaged her, I was like, hey, you know, I loved you in this. I found you really inspirational. And I'd like to be part of your group. I don't love the coach that I have. Like I am not, I need something more. And she promised to be highly accountable. And she was, she was great. Mm -hmm. She's a highly motivating person. And the group was awesome. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she promised to do the workouts with us, but she had just also announced that she was pregnant. So she's like, you know, I'm working through this and rightfully so you know I've I've never been pregnant I'm not a mom but I can imagine that certain things are really hard to do especially in the first trimester yeah and so um I got I got it you know and after the group she kind of stopped and I was in a zero fucks class with her and she even explained later that like it just wasn't her thing and that makes sense you know like I get Mm -hmm. it and mm-hmm. so she dropped being a Beachbody coach. And so I followed another coach. And then that coach dropped out of being a Beachbody coach. And then I found my last coach. And um, my last coach, she messaged me. Mm-hmm. And by this point, I was already three years in. Like my husband and I had gotten married in 2018. It was 2019. <laughs> 2020 (laughs) and I just never canceled my account I was just you know yeah so um my oh Oh, um so you basically jumped from coach to coach which means how did that happen because usually were you just able to just switch to another coach like or were you uh, because As as a customer um you can switch from coach to coach you don't have any okay. like wait time or anything you do yeah. have to have like their coach id and yeah. so like, yeah. you have to know who your coach is um but as a customer like just a yeah. signed up customer you can jump coach right. to coach so you basically just <clears throat> jump from looking for accountability yeah this is my thing right so this is the just i just want to make this clearly known right that's the pro that's just another problem with the beach body world, right? Because yeah. you when you let anybody sign up to be a coach without any qualifications or anything, you have customers who are just looking for somebody to help them and they're not mm-hmm. getting it. Right? right. So and that's sad because like how many times do you have to hop from a coach in order to find somebody that actually will help you? That is knowledgeable to help you. That's the sad part. And that's all you, but none of them are, none of them are knowledgeable to help you. No. And I think that's what I love so much about Jen. I, I binge the snark crew. (laughs) I'm a big fan. (laughs) Um, So I think that's what I love so much about Jen's intro is like, you know, each body helped her to want to help people like really help people and so every time she says it I get like butterflies in my stomach I'm like that's so wonderful that's incredible and and it's true right like you know there and everybody all of the coaches have the qualification have the ability to be able to go and get those qualifications but they don't 
Exactly. Right. And that's the sad part because, and that's where I, when I asked about any type of training or business training or anything like that, like, wouldn't it make sense if Beachbody has a health and wellness company who try to help people lose weight and, you know, feel good with exercise, wouldn't it make sense for them to like hold some type of training every time they have a conference to teach their coaches what they can and can't say and what they can and can't do. And if they wanted to go and get certified, here's what you do. And here's the path you take to enhance your business. Right. But just like, just like everything that everyone says about anti-MLM, they don't want you to be educated. They want you to just know them. And that's the problem. Yeah. I think Emily said um, at one point she was with Carl Deichler um, on something, I can't, or some trip or something that he basically says that he doesn't want the coaches to be educated. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that. And I mean, if you look at any of the other MLMs, I, yeah. I'm sure it's the None same thing and it's information. It's the bite model information yeah. control. Um, and it's brainwashing and, you know, back to even LuLaRoe is why, why isn't your partner helping you with this? They want, they want your whole life to be tied into it. So that way you can't quit. And it is hard to quit. You know, I'm even today and, you know, I, so I do woodworking and, um, DIY. And so that's something that I'm very passionate about. And I'm trying to like really start, my own woodworking business. I've got everything like in the works right now. And even now I'm like, is, it's my husband going to support me? Am I going to be good at this? Am I going to fail? And like all of the feelings that I had when I left LuLaRoe are creeping into like this legitimate business that I want to start that I'm going to be good at, that I am good at, you know, and that I love. And so it's just, it's hard. That's the crazy. You. It does. It follows you. And to, to, to back, piggyback off of that, like for, for me, like I started this podcast, I did not in any way, shape or form plan for any of this to happen when I left Beachbody in February. Right. I just right. was like, I just need to speak my truth, but there's every day. Like, I think last night I had an emotional breakdown. Cause I was like, I have so many projects going on. Maybe I have some type of ADHD. Maybe I have something. Right. And I'm like, but I'm on Instagram and I'm like, I'm freaking out, but I'm like, because I feel like I'm not good enough to do this. Right. But, right. and it's in any type of business that you start, especially when it's a legitimate business, you don't have people love bombing you telling you, Hey girl, you got this, right? right. You can do this, right? Just send one more message or put in one more order, right? You have to be yeah. the person love bombing yourself so that you mm-hmm. don't give up on your legitimate business. Right. So, and, and don't let those past, the past failures, I'm using quotation marks for those in the podcast. Yeah. Creep in and, and make you second guess what you're doing. Right. Because it's not, it's not fair. It's not fair that we had to go through that. And it's not fair that you had to go through that. Right. Yeah. And I think, I know, I know you can relate to like the anti-MLM community of like, <laughs> we send you non-culty love. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I know you have that community and I'm sure that that community has helped you to start this. And similarly, mm-hmm. the woodworking community is incredible. 
Um, yeah. I mean, I'm going to a camp in two weeks and I'm going to meet people that I've been online friends with for two years for the first time yeah. and like bursting at the seams. And I'm sure I'll have that same like MLM feeling of like, I can do this, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, but, but you know yeah. what, I, like, I don't know if you notice this or not, but like, I'm making a huge deal on my, on my page to try to, to, to stop with like the, the MLM, like thing, like do vision boards, right? Like do affirmations, do gratitude, like pour into yourself. Don't have to let it just be something with MLMs. There's good parts that we learned there, right? Like personal mm-hmm. development, right? I read personal development every day not all day like I used to, right? But a good five minutes to pump me up and get me ready for the day is good, right? And so some of those things that we learned, we can take with us in the future, right? But this time we don't have to worry about, let's, you can always make a second guess. Am I the customer or or, or am I the business owner, right? right? I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I learned from MLM is like, I learned to see what an MLM was. Like, I think that's something that's horribly overlooked by all anti-MLMers that were in it. It was like, you learned to see what it is. What it is. And I think that that, you know, and that, that could be generalization, but like, that's a big deal. Do you not realize that you realize this now? (laughs) Like, it's a good thing. So you've, you've obviously left every single one of your, your MLMs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, when did you finally leave? When did you finally cut everything off? Um, so my beach body was actually supposed to renew in September. So it was supposed to renew this month. Um, and earlier in the year, my husband and I were talking and he goes, you still have beach body. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I need to cancel that. And so I want to say it was like February this year that I canceled. Um, yeah. But I left LuLaRoe in like 2017, 2018, early 2018, because we got married in 2018 um, in December. Okay. So uh, early then and then prove it literally as quick as I got in, I got out and yeah. team national as quick as I got in, I got out. Yeah. Um, but each body was... <laughs> Again, I didn't realize I was in it for as long as I was. So because it can renew every year, your subscription yeah. renews every year. And by that time, you're like, when you see it hit, you're like, oh, well, maybe I'll keep it because I kind of do need to move, right? It's yeah, kinda right. Like it's. And not- I, I liked the workout. I love Shanti. I Me love Shanti. And honestly, until nine week control week, I really did like Autumn's stuff but in nine week control week she talks so freaking much so much and like I couldn't and you know with nine week control week you have the Tabata so you have to be very mindful of the timers and so I was putting my volume as low as I could to hear the timer and like outside noise like outside stuff and like it just, it was draining and I loved the program. I loved the movement. I loved the workout and I, I looked real good doing that one too. Mm-hmm. I cannot take the constant talking. I just with that. I think that we control control freak was the final program that I bought. And, um, I did like the whole entire layout of it. Um, there are now that I've left and I've 
started doing like Peloton with like real people that actually know movements, right? Um, there are way too many compound mu- movements and non-week control freak. Like yeah. there, you shouldn't be doing certain things with um, heavier weights on your arms just because well, you're going to do I a squat. Injured. Yeah. What did you, yeah. how did you get injured by it? So, um, I started it and then I was feeling good and I suddenly started getting really bad headaches. Like I've, I've always had migraines, but Mm -hmm. like this was a migraine that lasted for a month and I couldn't figure out why, could not figure out why. And so I wound up going to physical therapy and I was telling my therapist about it and he's like, oh, you know, whenever you're moving, you should probably do light movements for a while. Cause again, I am mm-hmm. bigger. Like I, you can't really tell from this, but like I am a bigger person. And so jumping into something that strenuous and, you know, that all the time. And like you said, those compound movements with the heavy weights always on your shoulder and you've got to keep moving. You've, you feel mm-hmm. the pressure to keep up with the team. Yeah. Um, or outpace them even. And you can't outpace Tanya. Like she's, She's the machine for a reason, right? Right, right. Um, but, you know, just I wound up getting injured because of that. And um, I went to physical therapy. Thankfully, they got it all fixed. Um, it was a nerve in your in your neck, pitching for your head. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something I, like that. I had a car accident and that happened to me. So that's the only reason I know. I'm not a doctor, not a physical therapist, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, I ended up with injuring- the neck. <laughs> I ended up ended up um, injuring my knees in um, morning meltdown 100 with her. Mm, I refuse to do that. All that jumping. Wah. No, if yeah. my head is lower than my feet, there is absolutely no reason for me to be doing that. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I thought I was a badass and yeah. tried it. And yeah, so I feel it right. Like, cause you want to keep up with the people on the video right you don't have somebody saying listen maybe you shouldn't do that that's not like you don't have a personal trainer actually telling you no do not do those movements right I mean even your favorite person Kat does the stuff that she's like oh I can totally go up yeah (laughs) you know Kat's my favorite person because I feel for her but yeah sometimes she makes it really hard to feel sorry for her to be honest um all right so the ultimate question is, would you ever join an MLM again? No, I would never join an MLM again. I do buy, I, I can't say that I'm fully an MLM person because, or fully an anti-MLM person because I do buy some Mary Kay products from one of my friends. Um, so it would be very hypocritical of me to say like, oh, I'm part of the anti-MLM movement. Yeah. Um, but I would absolutely never join one again. Never in a million years. It's awful. And, yeah. And why, so what would you, what is the one thing that you would tell someone if they were thinking of joining an MLM? Do your research, listen to people, actually listen to people who are saying that they got out and listen to the reasons why they got out and not just think, oh, well, it was different for them. It'll be different for me, you know? even if you are a hard worker, which I don't doubt that you are, um, the system is created for you to fail. And 
unless you're right in at the right time at the very beginning, Mm -hmm. you're not going to make any money and it just kind of sucks. So listen to the people that didn't make it and listen to their reasons why. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything that we did not cover that you want to go over? I don't think so. I I'm looking at my sticky note and I think we covered pretty much everything. (laughs) So I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, And do you have any, um, do you want to steer anybody towards any of your Instagrams or your woodworking business, anything like that? Oh, sure. Um, First of all, thank you for having me. And Cheryl, I really am so proud of you for doing this. This is incredible. Um, I know it takes a lot of guts to really put yourself out there. And I think you and the snark team who I love, I love all of the snark team, all you snarkies listening. Um, (laughs) We love the snark team. So I I just, congratulations. And I'm very proud of you you, um, from a total stranger. But (laughs) for anyone who wants to find me, I am at Dobbs Design Co. on Instagram, D-O-B-B-S Design Co. That is my DIY and woodworking page. Right now I am scrolling out the Millennium Falcon, so it's a pretty (laughs) cool thing. Uh, So if you want to find me, you can find me there. I'm also on YouTube at Dobbs Design Co., uh, but I haven't posted in a while, so Instagram is where you can find me. Okay. All right. And I'll make sure to share your, your, um, your handles and everything to find you in the show notes. And um, I just want to thank you again for coming. Um, the Snark Crew does thank you. I don't know how many times we can sit, talk about them today, but we do love us some Amy, DC, Jen, and Amber, right? Yeah. Um, and I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. Oh, that was great. I do. And um, I hope you have an amazing night or day, or morning, whenever you're listening to this. And um, I will talk to you all next week. Hey, fam, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast episode about Patsy's crazy experience with multiple MLMs. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you could relate to it. As always, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at callcherylhun. Also, if you'd like to share your story, please email me at callcherylhun at gmail.com or click the link in my bio and schedule an interview with me. As always, thank you. Have an amazing day, night, evening, whenever you are listening to this, and I'll see you next Monday.